Live from parts unknown, you're listening to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. The only wrestling podcast on the planet, we think. Sit back, relax, prepare for positivity to run through your veins as Simon Miller gives you your weekly dose of powerful pro wrestling audio. It is Miller Time. Hello and welcome to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. I probably scared the hell out of a lot of people here, but my name is Simon Miller. That was gibberish. My name is Simon Miller. This is a pro wrestling podcast. Thank you to everybody who is watching me live on YouTube. And thank you to everyone who is listening to me on the podcast version of Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast, which is on iTunes. It's on Spotify. No, it's not. They won't put it on there. Long story. It's on loads of stuff. Go and search for it. You can find me there as well. And as you can see, if you are watching on YouTube in the bottom left-hand corner, whichever side it is, you can support all of this on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash SimonMiller316. There's a link in the description. I wouldn't be able to do this if it wasn't for everybody's support. So thank you very much. We'll shout out just quickly. There may be a few little uh, stop starts with the stream for around about the next couple of minutes. I'm doing way too many things at the same time with my crappy internet connection, but that will all balance out. Like I say, literally about 45 seconds. But I thought I want to start at four. I don't want to leave it any longer. We usually do this around two, but it's been a crazy day with stuff that I will talk to you about as and when I can. Just caught myself in the camera there. I need to shave my head and I need to shave my beard and I need to get some damn sleep. Hopefully we'll do all of those things uh, as soon as we can. Right, let's get talking about the big news that it wasn't even 24 hours ago. It's about, what, 18 hours ago? I don't know. But recently, last night, if you were watching the All Elite Wrestling press conference, and a lot of people were, I was... I'm pretty sure that's more than WWE does with the Mixed Match Challenge. I'm pretty sure that's more than, uh, you know, some of the pre-shows get for uh, WWE pay-per-views and whatnot. So, you know, that was a, an incredible number. I don't know what they were uh, intending to do. But I, I certainly was like, wow, that's... There, people are interested in this. Like, the one thing that I keep seeing... I may go on a bit of a rant here. But the one thing that I keep seeing is this idea that no one... Either no one cares about All Elite Wrestling, or All Elite Wrestling can't compete with WWE, or it's all going to fail, it's all going to die. And it's like... what? Why, why is everyone so negative? Like, even if everything... Um, you know, even if it didn't work out as as we all want. And we don't know. Nobody right now knows what's going to happen. I personally would like it to do well because I think the more successful wrestling promotions there are, the better that is for everybody. But let's say that it doesn't for one reason or another. I mean, it would suck, but it doesn't. That doesn't... We shouldn't want that to happen or we shouldn't expect that to happen or we shouldn't jump on this you know, negative bandwagon. And I think that's crazy. And yeah, you may get all hyped and then a year down the line go, oh, I didn't really work out how I wanted... But that doesn't, uh, you know, that doesn't, that's, I just thought the way I want to live my life. And I, I keep saying this um, th this crazy thing that oh, they can't do this and they can't do that. Well, maybe they can't, but maybe they can. Can't we just have fun? Can't we just take it day by day? It ties into this whole positive, negative thing I found out about recently that I'm not going to get into massively. But it did make my jaw drop where people say, oh, this thing's done. Hang on. If I push this button, it will make life a lot better for the for the stream. Is that done? Oh, don't screw with me. Don't screw with me, internet over here. It's the internet over here that's screwing up the slowness. Okay, well, let that do its thing and hope that it does its thing. My point being, I found out about all this. Is it done? Oh, my gosh, it screwed me over. Don't do that. Hang on. This is the worst thing ever. I'm literally trying to fix something to make the internet work. Oh, what is going on? Don't do this to me now. I'm halfway through a stream. I'm going to have to do this thing. I'll be back in one second. I do this. It'll make my internet better. All right, now I've got a damn problem with my internet, but we'll, 
we'll uh, we'll see what happens. Anyway, my point being, I don't get, I just don't get the negativity. I think it's crazy, and also, um, you know, the fact that Chris Jericho—that's what we're going to start talking about here. The fact that Chris Jericho has uh, signed has signed with the promotion, I think, is absolutely massive. I mean, it doesn't necessarily feel as big as it would have done. If we hadn't seen him in New Japan and everything, because it's like uh, it's not diminishing returns by any stretch of the imagination, but we're used to seeing him outside of WWE now. We're used to it, so you know, there's um, it's not as big. Imagine this was the first thing he'd done after WWE. There'd be a lot more, but obviously he was at All In and he'd done the cruise and he's done Wrestle Kingdom, so you know you kind of get a good feel for it. But he is still Chris Jericho, and he is still someone. Look, you know, you saw. It wasn't just Chris Jericho, but he was a huge reason for it. That subscriptions went up for New Japan World when people knew he was going to be on Wrestle Kingdom 12. I'm sure the same was for Wrestle Kingdom 13. You know, we his cruise did really well. Like he has he has the casual fan, casual wrestling fans' interest because he is a proper WWE star, and that goes down to everything that he's achieved in the in the industry. So the fact that he's now signed with a brand new company that I'm imagine loads of people are never gonna uh, never gonna heard of. That's huge. Because if you're a Chris Jericho fan and you just watch WWE in and out, you would have now watched New Japan. You would have now watched, you know, you now will be like, what's what's this AEW? I've never heard about this. You'll go Google it. You'll go, you know, on your phone, whatever you want to do. You'll learn that Chris Jericho is signed. You'll be interested in it. You'll then maybe go research Britt Baker, Joey Janela, and Paige, the Elite, uh, Hangman. I said Hangman, the Cody, Cody Rose, the Young Bucks. You know, it could open this whole new world to you, and you may start getting excited about it. It could go the other way. Maybe you haven't watched wrestling since WCW. You hear Chris Jericho's involved with something. You remember when he was doing a list of 1,004 holds. You think, oh, go see what... That's interesting. You just don't know how this is all going to transpire. But they do have... What I, I don't think anyone can argue that Chris Jericho isn't a legend in the professional wrestling business. Even if you don't like him, like the success that he's had and the fact that he's coming up to his 50th birthday, you know, late 40s, and he's still finding ways to keep himself relevant, still finding ways to, you know, adapt to the new generation and prove that he's somebody worth investing in. You you can't, well, you shouldn't, in my opinion, poo-poo that. I think that's really, really impressive and Again, the fact that he signed on, it does make a difference. That's your legend. That's your top guy. Uh, not, I mean, not necessarily in the promotion he gets pushed to the top guy. I'm not saying he should be the champ. But I'm saying he's the guy that can bring a lot of attention to that product. And it's also this thing where it could really cement Chris Jericho's legacy even further. Because he didn't need to do this. He's Chris Jericho. He could have coasted for 20 years. Actually done a what culture uh, a what culture video that's very similar to this. Which I may be playing around with over here. But we'll sort that in a second. Um... Yeah, and no one would have said anything. You know, he's already done the work, but he doesn't. He likes to stay ahead of the game. He likes to try and tap into this brand new audience. And I think that's what excites me. That's is what excites me the most. I really, I don't know how this is all going to play out, but I think it has all the power in the world to be a thing. And I hope it does, especially with rumors, not even rumors. We know there's going to be a women's division, equal pay. Apparently, it's going to be a, a fairer road schedule, healthcare for the wrestlers, apparently. All of that is, um, is, 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 it is, it's different stuff. It's not all about what we see in front of the camera. It's how it's operating behind the scenes. And once more, you say that and some people say, oh, well, it's going to bring the company down. All right, maybe it does. Maybe giving healthcare to wrestlers isn't financially viable, but we learn and we move on. I'd much rather somebody tried than we just go, Meh. it's fun. It's exciting. And I think, you know, waiting, holding off Chris Jericho till the end of that press conference was the best thing to do. I know it got loads of people interested. How that works in New Japan, I don't know. Obviously, we've got to talk about Kenny Omega because 
you know, the rumours now are the fact that as soon as Chris, uh, New Japan found out that Kenny Omega was apparently leaving New Japan, they were going, okay, we'll do whatever we can, potentially also meaning that they go and join, maybe have a working relationship with All Elite Wrestling as well as Ring of Honor. Who knows? But that's, the, so, that's what's so interesting. There's so many different reasons to watch about four different shows. Like WWE's WWE, we know the ins and outs of that. New Japan just had a great pay-per-view. And even if all these guys do leave, there's still a card on Naito, uh, Tanahashi, Jay White. I mean, Juice Robinson, the list goes on. Like, there's, you know, there's worthy talent there. Ring of Honor's about to do a Madison Square Garden show with New Japan. And Ring of Honor's obviously signed Bandino. And they've got uh, Marty Skull still. Don't know what's going to happen with him. But, you know, Mark, Mark Haskins just signed there. Mark Haskins is great. And now we have All Elite Wrestling. That, again, I've just ran through the names. Also got their All In 2 show, Double or Nothing, happening in LA in May. It all seems to be ticking the right boxes. And TV, you know, getting a TV deal is imperative. You'd have to imagine that Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks aren't going to sign five-year deals and the Cards aren't going to sink millions of dollars into this if they don't think there's something more here. So I'm not going to be a negative Nancy. I'm going to be a positive Pete. And I'm going to keep everything crossed. This just helps out everybody. From a creative standpoint, from a financial standpoint, and from a... a um, uh, just uh, just enjoying wrestling standpoint. I hope everybody raises their game and that we can watch as much wrestling as we can possibly take in in a week and everyone does really well. I don't want to see anyone burn. I don't want anyone go down. Same with Impact. Impact's not where it once was. Obviously, they're going to start streaming on Twitch. But I want to... Uh, well, apparently, I said LA. I meant Vegas. Sorry, I meant Vegas. Ignore me. That's just my brain wandering. Um, but yeah, like, you know, I, I, I think it's a really interesting and fun time to be a wrestling fan, especially because it's only the 9th of January, 2019. Like, it's, we've only done nine days, and there's already so much to talk about. Uh, we'll mention uh, Kenny Omega 2. Uh, I mean, we don't know, I don't know what he's doing. He could still be staying at New Japan at this point. There is no rhyme or, or reason to, to what the case may be. Uh, it certainly seems like WWE is not an option at the moment, even though they offered him, I mean, the rumor was they offered him $3.5 million. We're never going to know if that's true or not, but they clearly offered him a good deal. And I wouldn't mind where he went. Like, I know people are worried about how WWE would treat him, but that's up to Kenny Omega. Like, I did a tweet about this and said, uh, you know, I said that, um, you know, it doesn't matter where he goes. He's busted his ass and he's allowed to choose his own fate. He's allowed to choose his old career and his job quite interestingly I was, it's kind of a double-edged sword i was really I, I visit squared circle and somebody posted that up there i was like oh good that's nice and the, you know 99 percent of all comments were positive and i had a little read i don't I, try, I don't really read comments much anymore for you know obvious reasons and i do have quite a thick skin which is good but i had a read and that is where you know a lot of people are saying oh he's so positive he's pandering to the one who doesn't have his own opinions well here's an opinion fuck you no <laughs> that's a joke that was a joke. I'm only, I'm only kidding. But the point is, you're allowed to be a positive person, have your own. I just want to have fun. Someone else said that is true. I just want to have fun. I just want to. Uh, I just want to enjoy wrestling because life is too short. There's other real problems in the world. And my word, if I'm getting that negative and you know up my own ass about pro wrestling, I probably should go look in the mirror. But yeah, I, I, my gut says that you know right now all elite wrestling certainly feels like it does have a buzz. And whoever else that has name value like Omega can jump on board is only going to help. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to say that he probably goes there. I think it makes sense. You only regret the things that you don't do. And to me, AEW feels like it could be a game changer. So they should. I think everyone. I think they should all get involved. I think they should all throw all your eggs in one basket and hope that you can pull it off. And again, in May in Las Vegas, they're doing Starcast too as well. And they announced that the third show they'll do is back in Jacksonville. So. You know, it's not a lot on the calendar right now. We know, um, 
we know we know two shows basically, and the third one was last September. That's it. That's all we've got. So yeah, it's early days. It's certainly shallow, I think you can say, compared to the usual WWE shows that we're used to. But we're building and we're taking our time. And I imagine that we don't have, we don't know everything yet. You know, we don't. I mean, Viper's name was thrown into the mix the other day and apparently she's going to WWE. I think that's the most interesting thing for now is the talent war. Where is the talent going to go? Because obviously Bandino went to Ring of Honor uh, recently and he must have been offered it. He got offered a deal by WWE and All Elite, but apparently the Ring of Honor deal was better. So even they're sticking their oar in. So yeah, that that's the real question is is, is who is who's going where? I'm trying to think of the biggest free agents are other than the ones we've already mentioned. I can't think of any names. I don't think any W I mean Ty there was rumors that Ty Dillinger's contract is coming up and he's gonna go across. I don't know if that's true or not. Obviously Pac being I mentioned that Pac turning up was awesome. That I don't mind it got ruined by social media because that's just the world we live in in 2019. Oh, somebody is at my door. Oh, that's weird. Now I have to go get this. I'll leave it running. Hang on. What a palaver today. Everything's going wrong. What postman turns up at quarter past four? Not that I mind. Not that I mind, but it's just crazy. I left it running. Anyway, I've completely lost my train of thought. Pack. Pack, um... It's weird about Pack too, because, yeah, the social media thing. I did see that he was spotted at Jacksonville Airport, so you have to start going, okay, it's you know, pretty obvious he's going to be there. I think I would prefer that was a super surprise, but I don't care. Spoilers are, spoilers are, are whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the weird thing is, is that I met, uh, I met Pac at the weekend at the, at the Defiant show. Where I went up to, to help out with some things and what a pleasant, lovely man. That's all I'll say for now, because it ties into some other stuff I want to talk about in a few weeks. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's, he's doing great too. That's interesting as well, because obviously there is a new Japan, AEW relationship. How does that work if Pac's still going to work for Dragon Gate? I don't know. And on that note, Chris Jericho is still going to do his cruises. Um, you know, that's absolutely fine. There was something else I read as well, but now I can't remember. The point is, it sounds like they're going to be very, um, very open and, you know, not trying, you know, get exclusive talent, but not kind of lock them down, lock them down too much. And imagine this is something we had five, six, more than that, maybe 10 years ago. 10 years ago, wrestling kind of hit a little bit of a lull. And we needed something like this. But obviously, we needed the upward curve, which we've, we've now got. So, um, yeah, I, I'm really excited about it, as you can probably tell. And everyone can keep telling me I'm over positive and whatever. I don't care. I don't care. It puts a smile on my face. I had a blast watching that press conference last night. I thought it was, um, yeah, I just thought it was a lot of fun. <clears throat> Excuse me. I thought I thought it was really good. It made me laugh that Conrad Thompson has managed to work himself into that position too. Everyone's doing really well out of it. That's why I like it. You can say he's a smiley asshole. You're damn right I am. Uh, Kimo Savage actually mentioned this in the comments just now. We will answer some questions later. Oh, I should also say, sorry, I forgot because somebody knocked on my door. i got to give the super, the super chat shout out. To my man, I'll find you. My man, Francisco Uri, which is a great name. Thank you so much for the Super Chat. Supporting the podcast as much as possible. I really appreciate that. And yeah, if anybody wants to donate to Super Chat, it's always appreciated. But that's the thing. The Hall of Fame question keeps coming up. I've seen this a lot today. Does Chris Jericho, obviously a you know, bona fide WWE Hall of Famer, no question. But does he now not get into the Hall of Fame? And I think you have to look at it from an achievement point of view. What means more? And I think probably if All Elite Wrestling becomes a success and Jericho's a part of that, I'm not saying it means more, but I'm saying it leaves a greater legacy. Because he's already done so much, right, Chris Jericho. And now if he can be involved with a company the ground up and, uh, up and build it to the point where it is a success and making money and is a bona fide contender to anything, then, yeah, 
that what you, you, obviously Cody Rhodes' name's in that Young Buck's name. Everybody's name will be in it that helped, but also Chris Jericho, which means he would have gone like you know Mexico, Japan, WCW, WWE, um, Japan, Indies, technically all elite wrestling. It's incredible. It really is. And I think maybe if nothing else, I just appreciate how much faith all these guys have in themselves. I think it's quite inspiring that you can, um, yeah, that you can you can sit down and. You know, maybe if you want to take a risk on something, you can look at people that you may see as heroes, or at least people that you you would look up to, and say, "Hey, I hope I can, I hope I can do that. Uh, I hope I can do that as well." Um, interesting point. I mean, someone just mentioned, "Are you worried the active talent seem to be in control of all elite wrestling?" No, I don't think so because they don't seem to have egos. Uh, shout out to Ben Johnson as well, who supported the podcast in the super chat. Much appreciated, Ben. Uh, that's very good. Uh, very good of you. Um, no, I, I think it's different. When we talk about WCW, that was being run by you know Hogan, Nash, Hall, whoever else. I don't think that Cody Rhodes, the Unbacks, are like that. And also, I think they they're, they're very self-aware. I don't think that's a problem at all. And there was a few people saying, well, "What if Cody Rhodes books himself as champion?" Was well, that makes sense in the story? I don't care. As long as he's not champion for ten years, like, what does it matter? I don't I don't worry too much. Um, about stuff like that. And my man Ben also asked, how do you start feuds? Do you mean in AEW? Just start. Just put on a TV show. Start it at the pay-per-view. Start at the pay-per-view in May. Build loads of feuds. Obviously, Pac versus Hangman Page. There's a feud right there. What a great way to start. Pac just came out and what? Called him a piece of shit or whatever. <laughs> whatever he did. I can't remember. Uh, I can't remember. But yeah. That's uh, that's all elite wrestling. I'm all in. <laughs> Uh, I just think it's great. And I think I mean, Ron is great. I think they're all great. I, I, I just want to have a good time. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Uh, Chris D's in the super chat. You get the pat on the chest. <laughs> React to American Corruption by Capital Steels. Steez, please. Uh, shout out to Rock Reacts, my other channel. We'll do it. You ask Chris. I'll write it down when this podcast is done and I'll react. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll smash it. Uh, oh, the, the la- I want to talk about WWE, but I keep seeing things. I think I should talk about that. There's this other thing that people are surprised that Chris Jericho got moved to the alumni section on WWE.com and they took him out of the opening promo. And I'm like, well, of course they did. Like, of course, wouldn't you do that? If you ran a company and Jeff, you know, your, your man Jeff went to work for somebody else, you would remove him. I don't think that's the problem as well. That's just business. That just happens if he's now, you know, joining what some people consider uh the the competition. I don't think it's petty. I just think that's that's something that you would do. I would do that. You know, I, I just, I think most people would. I didn't even really think, well, why would you have somebody in the intro to your thing that you, A, know not going to be on the show, so it's false advertising in many ways, but B, also is now a member of somebody else. I don't agree with, I don't know what the ins and outs were. I don't necessarily agree with WWE saying you can't wear an AEW shirt on their on their shows, but I don't know if that was true or not. That was just the rumor happened. I think you, you can't, you know, I just don't think you can stop people doing that. But you know, that's just my opinion. Again, I can if if you're worried, I can see why they would do it if they they think it's going to be a real issue. But either way, we'll, we'll stop there with AEW because I I just I just think it's exciting. It's just fun. On a Tuesday night, I got to stay up and you know and watch Cody Rhodes telling me he's starting a wrestling promotion. I mean, you know, five years ago he was Stardust. It's just the best. It's just it's just the craziest. <laughs> Craziest stuff. Uh, moving on to Raw and SmackDown this week. You know, it was kind of the first week where you're hoping this new era starts to starts to rear its head. I think they did. Um, Raw didn't feel too different for me, and I mentioned that on ups and downs. I felt like it was important to say, well, it's kind of different, but not really. But I think the seeds are there. There was enough new stuff in it that I hope will... You know, there was still some crazy stuff. I didn't understand the tag match with Jinder Mahal and Alicia Fox versus Ember Moon and, Ale- and Apollo Crews. That felt like the kind of thing we see all the time. And I don't mind... 
I don't mind those matches, but Apollo Crews was kind of on an upward trend. And then for some, I mean, why was he teaming with Ember Moon? I know I'm being somewhat of a, a stickler here. And it made more sense that Jinder and Alicia were teaming because at least they did it in the Mixed Match Challenge. I did like Jinder's promo, as I said. It just um, His delivery w w was was hilarious. I don't know why. I think it was just so cheesy. But I like cheesy when it's done with the right kind of intonation. I thought he had that. And that tied into this other rumor that apparently WWE has told wrestlers they're not going to script their promos anymore. Or at least some guys and girls just got given scripts. Uh, scripts, sorry, bullet points. And they went out there. Now, I don't know how true that is. I really, really don't. I hope that it is true. Um, because even if, like, in the Braun Strowman promo, it felt a bit stilted and it felt a bit weird. I didn't Some people said they thought he forgot his lines. I didn't pick up on that too much. I mean, it did feel a bit awkward. But I'd much rather then. I've said this on Y videos for years. Some people are going to swim and some people are going to sink. That's just the way. But when somebody does sink, they'll probably never do it again because they'll learn what they should have done and what they didn't do at the time. And the people that are really good at it won't be held back by the script. And that's the thing you need to talk about. It's the people not being held back by the script that is more important because that's when you get the rock, Stone Cold, Steve Austin, uh, whoever else. Like When you can just be yourself and you get bullet points and tie in to what you need to do and you're not reading what somebody else said, you get magic. But again, I didn't necessarily see it over, you know, it didn't feel anything. There was nothing overwhelming on that show that made me go, "Oh, they've a hundred percent stopped scripted promos." Um, but there was no bad pro again, apart from the Braun, the, the Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar section altogether. I kind of, I could see what they were trying to do, right? Because that line down the middle of the screen was, it was different. And I, 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 you know, I understand the content of the show has to be different, but I think visually you need to bring in different aids as well because that's the first thing you see. And if you can attract somebody's eyes, like when you meet someone new, if you're attracted to them with your eyes, everything else comes afterwards. So I understood what they were doing, but it was a bit weird with Brock Lesnar just staring down the camera. I found that a bit awkward to watch. And yeah, I mean, nothing really happened. And I understood why Braun Strowman can't fight, so Brock Lesnar can't do much, but he's got to heal it up. Um, but um, but it was, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of other promos that were on on the show now. I don't remember anything standing out. I mean, Dean Ambrose is a good promo regardless. Although I actually did think this promo was better than most, but it was backstage. So you don't get a feel for that. Seth Rollins was the man throughout, I thought. I thought the brawl at the beginning was fun and exciting and made it feel different for Raw, especially because it segued into a John Cena match, then back into the six-way tag match. I thought that was really well done. I enjoyed that a lot. And I enjoyed John Cena and Drew McIntyre clashing too. Um... John Cena still feels like a star. I know some people don't want to hear that, but you know I, I do. I, I do like seeing John Cena. I especially enjoyed it when everyone started booing after they cheered. And he looked right in the camera, and went just changes just like that. I thought is you know I thought it was really funny. And he's in the Royal Rumble, which surprised me. Everyone said that he wasn't going to be. Uh, maybe he you know lays the seeds for a feud there that we'll see at WrestleMania. And I'd like to see him at WrestleMania. You know, even if he is going to segue completely into Hollywood now, I don't think he needs to go away entirely. I, I mean, I don't need to see him go away entirely. I'm happy for him to hang around. So, yeah, I mean, that that was good. And Drew, Drew, you know, Drew's in for the big push. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I don't agree to a... I mean, yeah, his promo was kind of every promo you've ever heard, but I think it worked for what he's trying to do at the moment. He looks so dominant in the ring... I don't. I don't think it. I don't think it was a. It was a massive issue. And then obviously, yeah, we had the sort of the story, the show line for the whole story, which was Seth Rollins, you know, trying to get the Intercontinental title back from Dean Ambrose, but getting screwed over by Bobby Lashley, which I presume draw a line under the Ambrose Rollins thing for now, which is interesting. Where Ambrose goes, I don't know. And it, you know, Seth Rollins will go a few with Bobby Lashley. Now, what I do like about Seth Rollins versus Bobby Lashley 
is there was an amazing theory that somebody wrote that maybe WWE are doing that so that Seth Rollins can get ready for Brock Lesnar because they're of similar builds. And I'm all about that. The more I've thought about it, I don't want... I'm going to get heat for this, I'm sure. Heat. Who do I think I am? But I don't want to see Braun Strowman... I don't want to see Braun Strowman beat Brock Lesnar for the Universal title in January at the Royal Rumble. I can't believe I'm saying that, but I don't. It doesn't feel right. Braun, I almost feel... Look, Braun still has an absolute place on the roster. Top of the card, you know... Real, there's real talent there, and I think he adds a lot. But I think whatever we had with him last year, we didn't pull the trigger on um, for whatever reason. We don't need to go into it, but we didn't. We won't, or we've gone into it before, but we didn't do that. And now I feel like the time has passed, or it may come back, but I don't believe now is the time to use Brock Lesnar to get over Braun Strowman. I would rather have a few more months of the Universal Championship not being on Raw and giving it to Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. I feel like that would have bigger impact. And I feel that Seth Rollins would benefit more throughout the rest of 2019. Then you make Seth Rollins your guy and you take it from there. So that is, I'm more intrigued to see that. And Seth Rollins right now, all the, like I say, he's, he's absolutely smashing it. And if he does go have a big feud with Bobby Lashley, you've kind of laid the groundwork to work with another big guy. I'm all right with that. I think it's good. You know, moving on to SmackDown too. SmackDown was a really good show. There were a few things that, you know, I didn't necessarily appreciate. Like As good as the Usos versus the bar was, I didn't need to see it again. I've seen it. Uh, it's much like uh, Elias versus Baron Corbin on Raw. I didn't think it was a terrible match. I thought it was okay for what it was. But I've seen it. And if I've seen something a lot and I'm expecting something new, and admittedly they're my own expectations, so I let myself down, it is a bit like, meh. Um, but I do like the way they tied all the Mandy Rose stuff in. I don't necessarily like that storyline. I don't know why. I just don't. But at least, at least it ties into other elements. So, you know, now both of you should be pissed off. Uh, Miz and Shane McMahon going after the tag titles because they're going to win. That's... That's what I. Oh, I don't know. I mean, if you enjoy it, great. I just, I just think, I think my problem with that is, I really feel like we need a big rehab of the tag team division. We're not really doing it on Raw. The revival are doing better, but having lumberjack matches in rematches that we're told aren't going to be rematches, and then on SmackDown just having the Miz and Shane McMahon declare themselves as the number one contenders, it doesn't really. It doesn't feel like they're putting a lot of stock in the tag team division. But again, it's early, so I'm going to put, um, I'm, going to, I'm going to keep both my fingers crossed. So. But yeah, otherwise, I thought SmackDown was, was really good. The opening Daniel Bryan... Well, I like the opening Daniel Bryan promo, especially because, again, we were in the concession stand. He was surrounded by fans. He had to shout a bit because of the noise. Straight away, like, oh, it feels different. It feels new. Certainly didn't think it's the best promo I've ever seen. That's no offense to Daniel Bryan. It was great. It was absolutely great. One of the best promos in WWE for ages. But I just mean social media-wise. Everyone was like, oh, is this? I was like, whoa, that's, that's interesting. Um, so... But yeah, I mean, really good. Daniel Bryan, especially, it was. I think it was the way, it's like when you watch those videos, this one camera shot. And I'm always impressed when they did one camera shot. This wasn't one camera shot. But we went from backstage to throwing hot dogs, to throwing drinks, to yelling at merchandise guys, to coming through the fans, calling one of the impotent, and him saying no, which made me chuckle. Then getting in the ring, getting attacked by R-Truth into a match. That is new for WWE. I don't see that very often. And, you know, Daniel Bryan sold the fact he'd been jumped, eventually got his momentum back, and he won. And I was like... You get a round of applause. That was really, 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 really well done. Um, yeah, fantastic that from, from from top to bottom. The triple threat match for the main event was good too. Becky Lynch beats uh, Carmella in the triple threat. Cut what well, Charlotte too, but she made she made Carmella tap. I think that's the only reason Carmella was put in it because WWE didn't know what they wanted to do. Well, they didn't want Charlotte or Becky Lynch to use. They're not hundred percent sure where they're going, so they thought, okay. We'll just have Carmella in the match, which kind of sucks because I thought Carmella's sit-down interview that she did was quite good. And I do think she's got a lot uh, a lot better. I hate saying that. Who am I to judge to begin with? But, you know, I mean, just over the last few months, I do. 
and here um you know it kind of it kind of petered out a, a little bit anyway but we'll see it's going to be becky lynch versus oscar at the rumble which is doubly hilarious because a few months a few weeks ago Paige said she made that match and then she retracted it so it obviously was already the plan but look it was really good everyone still loves becky lynch i think charlotte is back to being a heel she's being quite aggressive and pointing at the fans and saying you know all this stuff but she's great as a heel anyway so i got i got no issue there shinsuke nakamura and rusev again it's just i just don't like the idea of it's not the fact I get Lana had to be involved, and it's a great way to get sympathy and heat, which is fine. But I'd much rather see Rusev come out and be the dumb idiot that he is on social media. And I mean that as a compliment. The reason I love Rusev is he's hilarious, and I think we should let, get that. Uh, we should get that out on the on the on the on the TV too. I think he'd get more over that way. He's done that before, but instead we're booking him to be sad, angry wrestler, which is fine. He does it well. I just think you could do more with it. I understand I'm being a bit finickety there. Uh, Ryan Evermy in the super chat. You get the hand on the heart. You know this. Nia scared me big time on Raw. That sick noise. What was that? What was that sick noise? If you haven't seen Raw this week, and I mentioned this on Ups and Downs, actually laughed on camera, which I rarely do because I feel like it feels false when I do, but I couldn't help it. It genuinely made me chuckle. So we had a moment of bliss, the Alexa Bliss's new talk show, which I'm done with talk shows. I just am. It just feels like we don't have anything to do. We, we do a talk show. But then from nowhere, we just heard, bleh, bleh. and it was <laughs> because Nia Jax hadn't come out yet, and you could just hear a sick noise, it was like, what is this? And it was her making, yeah, throwing up noises backstage. Oh my gosh, I laughed. I laughed for so long. And I didn't mention this on Ups and Downs, I should have done. She also said that she weighed 8.4 ounces. I think 8.4 ounces is like 4 kilograms or something. Maybe that's evidence that they weren't scripting promos. But even if so, I'm happy. It's still funny. It made me laugh. I think Nia Jax is quite comfortable in this character as well, in this role. Her match with Sasha, we're getting that as well. Sasha Banks versus Ronda Rousey at the Rumble. That was made after a number one contender match here between Nia Jax and Banks. I thought the match was okay. I mean, it went a, bit, a little bit long, but I had no problem with it. But I do think Nia Jax fills this role quite well. You know, I, I think that it's, it's, uh, it suits her. It just does. Don't know why. I just think it... Uh, it, it works somehow. Um, but yeah, I thought a good, I thought a decent week. A decent week for Raw and SmackDown. It, um, I enjoyed both shows. I really, really did. Now, I just think it's been a great week all around. It's been a great couple of weeks. Like, I thought Wrestle Kingdom rocked. Uh, New Year's Dash I didn't see, but I read about Santa really cool. All the AEW stuff. All the fun with Kenny Omega, which everyone's been chatting about. I love that. And now Raw and SmackDown feel like, uh, feel like they're on track. They better bring up the damn NXT people soon. Because I am bored of that promo video. You know... EC3 being this close to the camera and smiling. <laughs> it was good first time I saw it. Now, uh, uh, now not so much. I'm trying to think if there's anything else we should talk about. Let me let me go check a website. Well, obviously a wrestling website. That sounded weird. Just to make sure there's nothing else um, we, we should mention. I don't think so. Oh, there was, yeah, there was this interest that apparently Sonata and WWE want to want to do something. But but who knows? Uh, Chase Owens re-signed with WWE. Uh, w <laughs> Start again. Chase Owens re-signed with uh, NJPW. And and viewers for Raw went up. I think they did about 2.2 million this week, which is quite good because it was a massive college football game. Uh, but obviously, um, every, 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 I mean, All Elite Wrestling in terms of, you know, our headlines were just stolen. Just stolen by, uh, by All Elite Wrestling. Right, let's answer some questions. If you never watched the podcast or listened to the podcast before, that's what we do in the second half. Uh, I was very late advertising it today on the Facebook group, which is just uh, Simon's Pro Wrestling Podcast. You find that on Facebook. So please don't give that a like now. Come and join. 
But uh, I usually I answer questions from there. But today what I will do is I'll get some from there. And if you start asking some of them in the chat, which has reset itself for some reason, so I'll just update that. I will answer some in there. And obviously, if you do Super Chat, you go to the top of the list because that's just how life works. I like to be as transparent uh, as possible. And also, as we are doing some... Uh, some plugs. There are some links. Is it this end? I think we well, maybe up there. One of the two. Simon316 on Twitter. Simon316 on Instagram. Come say hi. Come give me a like. I'd appreciate it. Simple as that. Uh, Nick Palmer. Do you see people jumping from WWE to AEW like Finn Nakamura or the Good Brothers maybe or any others? I think it depends on uh, contracts, both in terms of when people are up and what they're being offered. Finn Balor, I don't think is going to go anywhere because I think that's probably a reason he's getting pushed now. That's the rumor anyway. He's about to be in for a big push, so he's going to hang around. I don't, I don't think we're going to see a massive jump. Not at first anyway, because if you do have... I'm not saying that WWE is comfortable. They work their asses off. But if you are in WWE, I think you probably want to wait it out and see what happens first before making a jump, just in case. Right? I think so. So, no, I don't think at first, no. But yeah, down the line, if they've got a TV deal, they're established and they're doing really well. Yeah, sure, why not? They absolutely should do that. You know, they should do whatever they think is best for their careers. Tying into the Kenny Omega thing I was talking about earlier. Like, uh, you know, you can have opinions on where they want to go and you can be, you can even be upset if they do go to a place you'd rather they not go because you don't know what they're going to do. But ultimately, it's up to them. But yeah, maybe down the line, maybe sort of, in the summer or whenever contracts run out um probably i can see gallows and anderson going there because here we are after their you know return on smackdown two weeks ago they went on it all sanity no uh, uh bradley luke no more walter in defiance sad face no i don't think so obviously he signed his wwe deal i don't know for sure i don't know about that stuff it's just my speculation and opinion but i would guess not simply because he signed his his, his wwe uk deal and that you know usually means that so Jenny Childers, who do you think female-wise will join AEW? I know Brandy and Britt Kelly have joined. Also, how about that opening to Raw? Hope you're having a fantastic day. Thank you. Same to you. Love the opening to Raw. It was exciting. It was fun. You know, breaking into that big brawl between Seth Rollins and Bobby Lashley was just entertaining. So, yeah, I totally agree. Female-wise, that is a good question because that's almost a way to win the war at the moment, right? Because, you know, female wrestling and, and women's wrestling is better than ever. At least in this country, Japan's always been good. I don't know. I mean, there's so many good names. Again, Viper was the one that came up, but I saw that apparently she's going to, to WWE. Um, I mean, so many people have been signed already. I think you could go after some of the British. The, you know, you've got like B Priestley. I mean, she, she may not want to do that though because obviously her Will Ospreay in Japan and doing all the stuff like that as well. I really don't know. I, I think you could get a whole list of wrestlers and, you know, it's... Yeah, it, it, it's a who's who. And I think that's, that, that's the other thing I think is really cool. When you take your wrestling fan... Uh, when you take your wrestling fan hat off, the coolest thing about it is... Um, you just don't know. You just don't know what is going to happen, and therefore it could offer more opportunities for wrestlers. And that's a cool thing. You want you want people to have jobs, and now there's more places to work. Apparently, with decent salaries too. Uh, Sean Cleaver, oh my man, Sean, how you doing? Do you think there'll be a time where Sky and WWE deal ends? Do you think there will be a time where the Sky and WWE deal ends? And do you think another UK broadcaster would pick up the shows, or will we eventually lose the blackout and get Raw SmackDown episodes much sooner on the network? I don't know what's going on with them at the moment. Apparently, they are renegotiating now. I mean, unsurprisingly, ratings are down on those shows, but they would be because you have to get up at 1 in the morning to watch them. And I would never say that anybody should get up at 1 a.m. to watch a wrestling show. You can if you want, but, you know. 
again, I read that apparently BT Sport is interested, but Sky and BT Sport play quite nice with each other now, so maybe they don't. I don't know. I mean, Sky's been arresting for, what, 30 years, if not longer? Apart from that time that Channel 4 went and stole the pie from I watched them each and every week to make sure I can do ups and downs. I absolutely don't. I, I do know that Raw, maybe SmackDown 2, I can't think now, but Raw definitely gets moved around. It was on Sky Action the other day. I had to try and find it because it wasn't on the, the, the channel it's usually on. But really... I mean, they could do that. I'm sure there are te there's technology available that you could put it on the network, but only have them unlocked for UK fans. In fact, I like that. That'd be awesome. That'd really be awesome. Get rid of Sky if that happened. <laughs> Charlie again. Oh, and the rumors about Kenny Omega. I think he will head to AEW, but do you think he would join WWE if it's rumored he would only join if he got a WrestleMania match against AJ Styles? I think so, but I think you have to weigh up the options, right? Or weigh up what's going on. So you can either have your amazing WrestleMania match with AJ Styles, uh, which would be awesome, and we'd all love it. But it does end. It can only happen once. Whereas in all elite wrestling, again, you can be part of something historic, potentially. And I think that's just a case of, you know, which one means more. And I imagine AEW would mean more. And look, AJ Styles ain't going to be in WWE forever. I'm sure when he leaves, he could have one match. Not WrestleMania, of course. But you could do it on All In 3 or All In 4 or wherever we are when that happens. And it would still be amazing. And Kenny Mega would still be able to fight him. I don't think it's enough for me personally to see... Well, to, to sacrifice everything else there could potentially be for that for that one match. Um, Grant Weaving. Hello, Simon. I understand if you don't want to answer this, but how far is too far in wrestling? Oh, here we go. It's this. Right. I'll I, I put out... You know what, let's just answer it. Have you seen the footage of the female wrestler putting used ladies' sanitary products in their opponent's mouth? Some wrestlers have ridiculed it, but others have defender it, defended it. Was wondering your thoughts. As usual, keep smashing it, brother, and you, Grant. Well, I did see this. And honestly, I think, as always, it comes down to what you want from your pro wrestling. There's going to be... And this is me sitting on the fence a bit, but I give my own opinion. There are some people that are happy to see that and find it funny, much like the Joey Ryan Dick stuff, right? And there are other people that think it ruins wrestling and it's disgusting. I saw a tweet from Gail Kim where she was appalled by it, felt like it degraded women's wrestling in some sense. And she has the reputation and the career to be able to say that and deserve a certain amount of respect. But the way I've always seen it is, if you come up with an idea and a promoter, the person that owns the company, says you can do it, you go out there and you do it and it gets over and people cheer, you made the right decision. Now, is it... I mean, it, 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 it is disgusting in the sense that putting a bloody tampon in somebody's mouth is disgusting. You don't need the wrestling part for that. The same part that if you want to take a step back, you know, I mean, there's so many different disgusting things in, in pro wrestling that you could talk about. Yeah, you can be disgusted by Joey Ryan using his penis as a lever. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you want to call it. But yeah, absolutely. But I don't think that she she shouldn't do it. No, I think she should go out there and do it. And I think if it's working for her... She should do it more because it's working for her. It all depends on the fans in the building, given that, as far as I know, she did it on a show that wasn't televised. Uh, do I personally want to see it? No, not really. That's not really why I watch wrestling. Um, but I don't think that she shouldn't do it. I think that's up to me as somebody that's watching an entertainment product to decide whether it entertains me or not. That personally, no, that was MC. But it's the same reason I wouldn't watch super duper hardcore wrestling with light tubes and whatever else they do. I don't like it. It's not what I want to see. It doesn't entertain me. So I turn it off. The problem is, if you start saying that's the line, well, where do you go? What else is the line? Who's deci who decides where the line is? Let's say it's me. I decide where the line is. Why is it me? And it, 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 it just doesn't work that way. I think, you, I think you have to play to the crowd 
And if it doesn't work, yeah, try again. But if you keep trying it and it doesn't work, then yeah, you got to stop. It's South Park rules, right? South Park rules. All either everything's all right to take the mick out of. It stopped again. Let's try again. Um, yeah, it's South Park humor. Either everything is okay or nothing is okay. And I think there there are exceptions to that rule, especially in something like wrestling. But here with a bloody tampon, no, I think she should be able to go out there and, and use a bloody tampon. Again, if I don't want to watch it, that's on me. That's on my um, that's on my entertainment. Uh, 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 scale, but I'm not offended by it. I'm not insulted by it at all. No, uh, I, I mean I did when I when I heard about the controversy. It did it it made me laugh because it's like wrestling crazy these days. But look, people are talking about it, and apparently that's the you know that's that that's what you've got to do. So you know it's diff it's it's difficult to criticize. Again, it'll be the whole Joe Ryan thing, and I've seen people go crazy for Joe and Ryan flipping people with his penis. So we did something right. Uh, Thomas Sutton. Hi, Simon. Was wondering if you'll be watching the NXT UK TakeOver this weekend. I absolutely will. Yeah, those guys are smashing it. Um, you know, I think... I don't know how well that show does, but if you do watch it, you'll know it's a damn good product. So I'll absolutely be watching it too. I mean, I don't know where. I think I'll watch it live, but I'll certainly tune in over either uh, sometime on Sunday uh, to see it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, all these people got signed up. To NXT UK doesn't really seem to have affected anything that much apart from people having good deals. So, yeah, you know, that, that that's it, really. That's that. Happy days. I, I don't really, it's just good. It's just good programming. Uh, right, I'll answer some questions from the, from the YouTube comments. So please do answer them, ask them now if you'd like them to be answered. Hernis de la Cruz says, will these deals be exclusive AEW ones, excluding Y2J since he has his crew and NJPW matches? I imagine if you're going to get Chris Jericho to sign, he's probably got a lot of free leeway. So yes, I would imagine that he will do his, 100% will do his cruises. And I think that he probably still work for New Japan because he's Chris Jericho, right? And that just comes with celebrity and power and legacy and legend. If you get to a certain point, you can do more than people that can't. That's just the way the world works. He's earned it. So, but I think otherwise, yeah, you don't want to see Young Bucks and Cody Rhodes anywhere else. So yeah, imagine Hangman Page probably. Pack no. He'll do Dragon Gate and Indies. It'll be the same as anyway. You know, don't work here because it's a conflict of interest. Otherwise, uh, otherwise go nuts. And that's smart. Uh, they should do that. Um, Wrestle with Andy. Simon, do you think AEW will have that indie feel to it or will it seem full-on production value-wise? Well, production value often comes down to money. All in look legit, right? And they've got the Khans back in them. So, no, I, I I feel like it will look good. Hopefully look different to WWE, though. I think that's key. I don't want it to look the same. So, yes, I, I hope that it looks different. And I hope it has a different feel. But I imagine production will look really, really nice. I don't think TV companies would be going after them, which is the rumor, if they were going to look crap. So, yeah, I think it'll look really good. But different, hopefully. Uh, Billy Bishop, do you think AEW, so anyone's talking about AEW, will be the new rising superpower in wrestling? Now WWE ratings are on the down. Love the work, bro, for you do. Thank you very much. I mean, I don't know. I mean, WWE's fine until at least 2024, right? They've got a five-year TV deal where they make $2 billion. WWE ratings have gone back up, and I do think the shows are getting better. And I think by the Royal Rumble, they could even, especially into Mania, could be back up in the threes. So I don't necessarily think it's going to be a competition in that sense. And also getting people to watch your television show is really, really hard. It just is. So I don't think it's going to be a rival in that sense. It may be one day, but not for a while. But again, I think it's more of a talent thing we've got going on. Where do you want to go? Who's offering the best incentives? How are they coming up with ways to dig into our audience? That's where it comes from. And don't forget, if they're making money as a business, they're winning. doesn't matter what anyone else is doing. If they get to the end of their first year and they've made money, they've done it. They, they set up a successful promotion. 
And that's all that matters for now. It's just cool for us fans because it gives us more opportunities. And it will put the wind up WWE a little bit. And they'll probably think, oh, now we need to be more creative. And that's important too because maybe that's something we've been lacking uh, lacking recently. Um, where are we looking? Thomas Jackson, how long do you think it will take for AEW to become a big league promotion? Who knows, man? How long is how long is the length of string, right? You know, I mean, obviously WCW was around for years before it went crazy in 1996. Probably a while, but I still think it's already big enough for what it needs to be here and now. Again, they don't have to go head to head with um uh, with WWE. Uh, Jamie Brown, if you could pick any indie wrestlers to have a match, who would you pick? Uh, well, Puck at the moment, because again, I saw him at the weekend and he's something else. He's already fighting Will Ospreay, so I won't do that one. So I will take Puck and I will put him against Cody Rhodes. There you go. That could happen as well. They're both in AEW. I just love them both. So um, I'd love to see them scrap each other. DJ Gravesy. Hope you're having an amazing week, bro. And to you, my friend. Who do you have to win the Royal Rumble matches? Well, we will do a Royal Rumble, uh, Royal Rumble episode closer to the time. I'm also chill, still trying to figure out the logistics of doing some kind of Royal Rumble sweepstake. I don't know how we're going to do it unless we present some kind of odds for numbers. But I'll figure it out and we'll do something. I mean, right now, if I had to pick, I go Seth Rollins in the men's and Charlotte in the women's, or maybe Charlotte and Becky both win or something. I don't know. Or maybe actually, no, not Charlotte because I think Becky would. No, I don't. Charlotte. I don't know. I don't know. I need to think about it. But we will do it more, more, more nearer the time. But I don't. The women's rumble, I think, could be really good this year because I think it's going to tie into a lot of cool stories that we want to see. But I think I'd rather Charlotte and Becky cost each other their opportunity in the Rumble than that makes sense why they go after Rousey. Or you could do it the other way where one wins or they both win. They both go after Rousey. I don't know. I don't know. But that's great. Wrestling's great when you don't know. That's why uh, That's why I'm excited about it. I think Royal Rumble is going to be a good show. Uh, we've, we've obviously got the Royal Rumble match. We've got Lesnar versus Strowman. Not massively enthused about that. But Oscar versus Becky is cool. Sasha Banks versus Ronda Rousey should be a good match. Uh, I can't remember who else. We've got The Miss and Shane McMahon taken on the bar. I mean, I'm intrigued, if nothing else, to see what they do. And if Shane McMahon does win, I'll laugh forever. I'm sure there's some other things I can't remember. I went through the card the other day. It's quite decent. Dean Ambrose got going to a new feud. Maybe we'll get Bobby Lashley versus Seth Rollins, or maybe they pay that off in the Rumble. I don't know. They could do double duty. So it could be good. Um, Phil Christian. How do you think Cody and the Young Bucks will be booked as they are vice presidents? We talked about this earlier. Don't worry about it. Book them however you want to book them. Do whatever you want. Like, I, I'm not going to hold anything if the Young Bucks are tag champs and Cody Rhodes is the champ, as long as what I'm seeing is good on TV. It's not WCW where people held on to the belts for too long. They are the young, they are the stars. They're the people we tune in to see. See, I got no problem if they if they want to do that whatsoever. Uh, really, I really, really don't at, at all. So, uh, more power to them, I say. They've got their own company. People want to watch it. And it makes sense. They've been champions elsewhere. They've got the legacy. Uh, Aaron, if AWA sell AE, what was that? If AEW sells at arenas like All In on a continuous basis, do you think WWE will be worried about the competition? Well, they're 100% already, already worried, and so they should be. Any smart business would be like, we've got to worry about this. We don't know, we don't know what threat they could pose. And you should always be aware of your competition. I'd be more surprised if WWE were like, who? Um, selling out arenas, I think they'll probably do well in the MGM Grand. I had a quick look. I don't know what the wrestling setup is, but you get around 16,800 people in there, which is a lot. You know, some pay-per-views don't do that. Um, but we'll see. I'm not going to get ahead of myself, but I'm also going to be excited. I think that's a, I think that's a fair balance. Uh, Harsh Agwal. They ruined Ambrose versus Rollins, didn't they? Mm. Mm. I mean, it's not as good as I thought it would be, but I love their last man standing match on Raw. I thought that was great. Uh, their match at TLC, was it? Was kind of just booked in a bad place. 
I think they ruined it. I just don't think it could have been what it could have been. And obviously it came in the middle of Raw ratings and Baron Corbin and then kind of got dragged down by all that as well. But no, I don't think they ruined it. I don't. Um, I can't pronounce your username, but I'll try. CF Calix123. Do you ever think we'll see Jericho in WWE again now? I mean, probably. Uh, I wouldn't be too surprised. Um, not for a while. And I imagine if there were any plans for putting him in the Hall of Fame, you'd probably hold them off for the time being. But he seems very smart, Jericho. I don't think he ever actually burns a bridge. So I'm going to say yes. I don't believe we've seen the end. Not for a while, but I don't believe he's completely burned uh, burned his bridge. That would be my guess. Someone also suggested Pac versus Pentagon Jr. Absolutely. I'd be well up for that. Ever after seeing Pentagon Jr. live at All In, my word, that is... He's a talented dude. I think people are vying for his signature right now as well. Maybe I'm wrong with that. I get confused. So many people are vying for signatures these days. But yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. As, as someone else points out as well. Yeah, they have. Cody Rose and Young Bucks have put over everybody. Look at Wrestle Kingdom 13. They put over everyone. So if they want to be the champions in their own promotion, I got no problem with it whatsoever. But we'll wait and see. I'm not I, I, I'm not ruling anything out. Um, we do that. We, we, we shrug our shoulders. And uh, and we wait and see what happens. I I just think there just there's just a buzz in the air about pro wrestling at the moment. I think that was doubled by the fact that WWE all these um all these announcements about how they've listened to the fans. Blah blah blah. Uh, Mike Majora, if the women don't headline WrestleMania this year, who would? Well, I guess you do Brock versus Seth, right? I mean that's just the the, the go to. I wouldn't know. I would do Brock versus Seth down the card, and I would do Charlotte Ronda. Um, Becky Lynch at the top. I think it goes back to the Braun Strowman situation. I think you've got to strike when the iron is hot. And right now, I totally think the time to have the first ever women main eventing the show. And for it to be those three years now. I just think it makes sense. By WrestleMania 36, that may not be the case. Um, you know, do it now. Do it now. There's no, they don't need to wait. We don't know what's going to happen over the 12 months. So we'll uh, we'll see what happens. Um, where am I looking? Uh, I can't find one that works. Josh Tilbury, my man, when does Nakamura's contract end? Well, apparently it ends in 2019 because he signed in 2016. I imagine he'll stay, though. I don't know why. I, who knows? Who knows? But, look, he'd be a great signing to someone like AEW. Don't think he'd go back to New Japan. But he may do. And if that, if stuff like that, if someone like Nakamura leaves and joins All Elite Wrestling, that is a shot across the bow. No two ways about it. That's when shit starts to change. Um, well, it's already changed, but when, when you have to get real serious about it. And WWE would, too. Um, and maybe it does. Maybe all this stuff with this backstage about reduced travel schedules and healthcare changes WWE. It's unlikely, but it could. Look, think of everything that's happened in the last twelve months. You just never know. Um, I'm just trying to find stuff we haven't answered yet. Oh, actually, we, we we should talk about the whole. Yeah, apparently. The, I mean, I, the, the rumor was that Goldberg and AEW were interested in each other just because they followed each other on Twitter. My response to that is simple. Surely if they were trying to keep it quiet. You wouldn't follow each other on Twitter because you just talk over email or whatever. I think Goldberg could probably turn up for a couple of shows. I can see him being at All In too. Uh, I'll ask him later. <laughs> but yeah, I can see him being a double or nothing because why not? He created a buzz. He's got no ties to WWE. Unlikely he's going back there anytime soon. I'm sure he gets on with all of those guys. Gilbert Goldberg seems really nice. Pay him what he wants. You know, that's what he's about. He's a businessman. Fair play to him. Why not? It'd be a buzz like DDP being there or Jericho being in the first one. It was great. So, yeah, I mean, I love Goldberg anyway. If you listen to the podcast we did on uh, Monday, we did a special on a Monday. Go check it out. It's on the YouTube channel, iTunes, all that, SoundCloud. Um, I love Goldberg. It was just the best. It, was, it, it sucked how much they broke that streak, but I love, you know, he was just, he's the best. Good old Goldberg. 
Um, I'm trying to find. I'm trying to pronounce your name properly. I'm sorry if it's wrong. Gwil, Gwilam, 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 maybe. Probably not. You hate me now. Hi, Simon. Who would you like to see in the Hall of Fame? Love your positivity and your videos. Thank you. Uh, well, the British Bulldog is always one for me, given that I'm from Britain. I think he, he should probably go in. Um, I mean, just because he's been the topic of this video. Chris Jericho, I would put in there. Obviously, not at the moment. The Rock deserves it. I'm trying to. The problem is, who hasn't gone in by this stage? And not a lot of people haven't. Um, I just think of old people. Mr. Perfect's in there, right? Yeah, he's in there. So that would definitely one. A matchman went in. We should probably talk about Hulk Hogan on Raw, actually. We didn't talk about that. I, I kind of, you know, I thought the segment that they did was quite good. But you know, I've already made it clear that sometimes I see Hulk Hogan on my TV and it reminds me of everything that happened and I get sad. But, you know, hey-ho, what are you going to do? Um, but look, people liked it. I thought the tribute to Mean Gene Oakland was brilliant. Um, it really made me... It get a bit introspective and remind me of my childhood because you're like, oh man, where does the time go and all that kind of nonsense that sometimes happens. But yeah, I, I liked all of that. But it is what it is. Like I, I do believe in forgiving and moving forward, but I don't feel like I'm the person to forgive in this in this instance for obvious reasons, and therefore I find it a bit, uh, I find it a bit different. So I would say Christian, absolutely Christian. Christian should be the Hall of Fame. Christian should still get a retirement match, as far as I know. Christian is uh, is still wrestling. Uh, Buck one one eight seven five. Are you going to do any live streams for pay per views this year? No, but again, you can always head over to What Culture Wrestling. They will live stream it. If I ever can be on one of them, I absolutely will. What Culture guys uh, always killing it. So yeah, just head over to What Culture Wrestling. They will take care of you uh, for that. I haven't seen Impact Wrestling home. One last question, John Rice. Do you think Bailey will cost Sasha Banks the match against Ronda Rousey at Rumble? Yeah, no. No, I don't actually. I was about to say, yeah, because you could build to a Mania match, but I don't think that because I think it's far better at this stage after everything we did in 2018 to just give them the damn women's tag team titles. So I will say no. I will say that they should do that instead. I think that's better. That's what I'm going with. I think you can just have Ronda beat Sasha Banks as well. If she's about to go into a triple threat match at WrestleMania 35, make her as strong as possible. Um, you know, apparently it was meant to be Charlotte versus Ronda at the Rumble at one point, but they changed their mind. So Sasha Banks may pull the short straw a little bit because obviously she's meant to not lose to Ronda Rousey, and uh, and she may do. But uh, no, I don't think Bailey turns. And if Bailey does turn and they don't pull, they don't go through with it again, I'm gonna smash my face into this table and get really mad because what are we doing and what is this game that we keep playing? And on that note. Phew, We'll draw a line under it. All right, thank you very much. Sorry for all the craziness if you were watching live. We had Postman turning up. This thing I'm trying to upload kept screwing me over. So that kind of kept slowing down my collection and stuff as well. Um, but we got there. We got there in the end. Thank you as always. Again, all supported by patreon.com forward slash simonmiller316. You can throw a dollar in the pot. It means the world to me. Like the video, share the video, comment, subscribe to the YouTube channel if you're on it. If you're on iTunes, give us five stars. Give us a review. You can come join the Pro Wrestling Podcast group over on Facebook. You just search for Simon's Pro Wrestling Podcast in there. Uh, I'll make sure I put up the post earlier next week so we get some questions. And look, if you do want to um, be a part of the live episode every week, it goes, I mean, it meant to be two today, this week was four, but it'll always be within this afternoon segment. You can come down, chill out for an hour or so with me as we talk about the world of pro wrestling. And who knows, by next week we'll probably know more about Kenny Omega, so that's something to be excited about. And it could be a hundred other things. We don't know. We don't know. Throw your hands in the air. But look, thank you very much for listening. Uh, we are just a bit shy of an hour, just because today has been absolutely crazy. Uh, go check out Ups and Downs for SmackDown. That just went live on What Culture Wrestling. And yeah, I'll see you all again soon. I say that. Now, as always, as my regular listeners know or watchers, I will now go click the Starting Soon button because I always forget to make a Thanks for Watching button. 
But that's the kind of madness you watch this craziness for. Madness you watch this craziness for. Poor grammar, poor speech. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Yeah.